Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. What was the toughest pick for you in this first round? The Chargers are a really tough team right now. Um, I had them going with interior defensive tackle, Jerzon Newton from Illinois. I think he's the top interior defensive lineman in this class. He's a three-down type of defensive lineman who you can count on him for third and long situations where he's got to pin his ears back and get after the passer. You can count on him for those early down works to really defend the line of scrimmage as well. So I think that that's a good pick. I don't really. This wasn't a tough pick because of Jerzon Newton himself as a prospect. It's tough because the Chargers need a lot. You know, the Chargers, I look at their first round pick and I almost, you know, you want to pick like three or four players for them in the first round because they desperately need cornerback help as well. They need an outside cornerback for sure. The edge rusher, I know Khalil Max having a fantastic year, but he's still up there in age. Joey Bose is not the player that he used to be. They're getting a lot from Tui Tui Pelotu, but you need more on the edge, I think. And and if if Khalil Mack has any sort of drop off at all whatsoever moving forward, it's like, damn they're all of a sudden pretty bare at edge rusher, let alone the help that they would need on the interior, where I think all three of their starting, or at least two of their three starting interior defensive linemen are pending free agents. So you've got potential needs at edge, potential needs on the interior defensive line, big time need at corner. And then when you look at their wide receiver situation, Mike Williams is banged up. Obviously we are seeing him and he's not in the lineup right now. Keenan Allen ain't getting any younger and Quentin Johnson's not panning out for them. So it's almost like, damn, they invested a first-round pick in wide receiver last year, and they kind of need wide receiver. And Gerald Everett's a depending free agent as well. Austin Eckler's probably gone after this year. So the Chargers were the toughest pick, not because of who I gave them, but because all of a sudden this team went from a playoff-caliber team last year to the wheels have fallen off in a lot of ways, and including how you look at this roster long-term. They're also a difficult team because, so you're using uh, the kind of draft order, you know, if the draft started tomorrow, right, or the season finished. So they're picking number 12 overall. Um, but they're also, like you would imagine after this season, people are getting fired in that building. We've no idea yeah. who's going to be there right. making the picks, right? If their head coach is gone, if their head coach and GM are gone, if the entire thing is being blown up, there'll, there'll be free agency to come. There'll be a bloodletting on that roster of, you know, veterans getting let go. Like the Chargers might be the most difficult team in the NFL to figure out what the hell they're going to look like by the time the 12th overall pick rolls around on draft day, you know? So I, I absolutely understand them being a, a difficult one. What about the easiest one? What's the, the biggest slam dunk on this draft? We're more than halfway through the NFL season, almost. That's what it tells me, though. 
That's what it tells me. Yeah, but DraftKings Sportsbook still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just five bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet on anything, five bucks. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener, a sweetener offer every single game this October. You can get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code PFF. So you can go check out Monday Night Football tonight. You got Niners. You got the Vikings. You can go do it right now. If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ont. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.com, sorry, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. The easiest one is uh, basically whoever's picking number two overall two, because yeah. whoever goes number one is Caleb Williams or Drake May, and then whoever's picking at number two is, uh, well, the guy who's left. And for this mock draft, it was Drake May going to the New, New England Patriots. You know, I've, I've had some back and forth with some Patriots fans who are like, man, obviously getting a quarterback is, is big for them, but Marvin Harris Jr. is so alluring, right? And he's so talented. Do you pick him at number two over one of these quarterbacks? And I still say no because you look at the game that, the Patriots played this past weekend. There's just no offensive identity with that team. They have no offensive identity right now at all whatsoever. And anytime that that is the case, sure, you can build a part of your offensive identity around Marvin Harrison Jr. He is that good, but they need a quarterback, man. I think that they, this team desperately needs a quarter, a young quarterback to believe in. And so we know that that's not going to be Mac Jones. We know that's not going to be Bailey Zappi. Uh, if they go out and they, they sign a veteran, even if it's like, even if it's Kirk Cousins, I don't think the rest of this Patriots team is where it needs to be to where you go, oh, okay, Kirk's in this lineup now. We're good to go. I think this team really needs to hit reset in a lot of different ways, especially on the offensive side of things. And that's why getting Drake May at number two with them slotted in that in that uh, position is is the lock for me. Yeah, I think the only question for anybody at number two is: Are we taking the quarterback here, or are we trading down for what would you would you would assume would be a, a significant draft haul to make that deal? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I, I mm -hmm. don't think I don't think anybody is is seriously asking the question of: Do we take whoever the quarterback is, or? Marvin Harrison Jr. or whoever else you're, you know, one of the, the the star tackles that could be in a different year, you know, the number one overall pick, right? Eric Fisher or whatever. Um, I think the only question is, do you take the quarterback or do you trade down to eight or do you trade down to, you know, whatever, get an extra right. first round pick, an extra player, and maybe have, you know, QB three or four in this draft. I think that's the only remote debate. Otherwise, you're just taking the quarterback. You're not passing on him for a different position. 